Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa, and we are the founders of Restful Parenting. Join us to chat all things sleep, parenting, development, and everything in between. Be sure to hit subscribe and share with your friends and family. Welcome back for this week's episode. I'm sitting here with Pam and Heidi, and we have a question today that we're going to go through. So we received a question. I will read it, and then we'll get into a detailed response on how to. So, bedtime is becoming a huge struggle with my two-and-a-half-year-old. How do I know when it's time to stop nap? This is is a great question (laughs) because it is, it comes up uh, quite often. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought we'd take a little time today to really go through all of the signs and give you a really good idea of how to make this transition. It is one of the hardest ones for us parents because it means going from no naps to, or going from naps to no naps is Means we have our children all day without a break. <laughs> yeah, because that nap time is like... Yeah, and I mean, I, we love them, but yeah. it's nice to have that break in the middle of the day. So I do find that parents will hang on, and I was one of them, mm-hmm. hang on to that nap for a little bit longer than you might need to, just to, you know, get a little bit of that rest time during the day. Yeah. Yeah, so typically our little ones around two and a half and three, Three are ready to drop that nap. Yeah. Um, a little bit before that, they're starting to gear up. So that's yeah. a little bit different where we're capping that afternoon nap a little yeah. bit. We're trying to um, preserve that afternoon nap. So this is kind of when you've gotten down to like that 45 minutes, that last hour, and that's all you're letting your little one sleep. And then we're still starting to see some of those signs that they're ready yeah. to drop the nap. So we like we like to hold on to the nap until closer to three. Yes. But... If it's not happening for you, then there's nothing you can do, right? And and in that, making sure that it's not happening for like a week or so, you really want to make sure that your child is ready to drop this nap. Yeah. Um, because dropping the nap too early could cause major um, upset in the overnight, in the early mornings. Yes. Lack of sleep, sleep deprivation, yeah. all of that stuff. So, so you don't just want to see these signs for one day or two days or three days and say... Oh, they're ready to drop the nap. And Mm -hmm. then, because they could be going through just a a little nap strike or a regression. And after the three days or the four days, they'll start napping again just as they were before. Mm -hmm. So if you're seeing these kind of behaviors a week, 10 days, then that's a pretty good indication that they're ready to fully eliminate that nap. And they're within, you know, the age range of being ready to drop that nap. So what are we looking for? What are the signs? One of the biggest ones yeah. that is the most obvious is when they just won't fall asleep at bedtime. Yeah. So, like, they're sleeping nighttime. 40... Nighttime. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, at nighttime, bedtime. Okay. So, like, napping 45 minutes to an hour, and they're not falling asleep until 9, 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Like, they're just what is going up on? And, and playing yes. and full of energy. Now, this <laughs> is one you really want to be careful of. Okay. Because... Sometimes the extra fights at bedtime can have a lot more to do with your response. And if you are, you know, continuing to 
engage them when they're yes. asking because stalling does come into play and around this age as well. Yes. So if smart you, children are hard. <laughs> yes. If <laughs> you're reading 15 stories. Yeah. If, if they're testing the limits and you are engaging with that and yes. you're continuing to allow it to happen, you're perpetuating that, yeah. then Very naturally they're going to continue with those battles night after night after night. So if you have that in place already and, you know, you're setting those limits, you've got a good routine going and your child is still taking a really long time to fall asleep at night, then you know it's that nap. Now, you guys have some information on bedtime stalling on your website. So you yes. can try that first. And then if that's still not working, maybe it's time to look at this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. they. We also have in our bedtime routines episode, we talk a lot about that chart, the bedtime routine chart, and that mm-hmm. consistent setting those limits for our older toddlers Yeah. Um, when it's around bedtime. So absolute great listen. Early rising is another one. That sleep comes from somewhere, and and it can come from that early rising. So if they're up and ready to start their day at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Future truck driver. Yes. (laughs) Early rising is anything below 6 o'clock a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So anything before 6 o'clock a.m. is considered early rising. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, the response does come in. 6 a.m. is early. (laughs) Yeah. If they're getting up and starting their day at 5 o'clock and you're taking them out and... Giving them a snack and we're playing. They're going to continue that. So that's... Thing number one to work on would be to work on that response. Mm -hmm. And then if it's still not settling after a little while, then you know it could be that nap that's starting to cause more of the early rising. Mm -hmm. Um, Another great one is they're just not napping. They're hanging out in their bed comfortably in their crib, like la 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 Mm -hmm. for the hour and a half or so, and they're just not falling asleep. Again, not to be confused with just a nap strike that's like three or four days, this is a consistent seven, ten days of just not napping, then it's a pretty clear indication that they don't need that nap. If they're hanging out in their bed and just playing, then... Yeah, hang on to it. Hang on to that. That's quiet time. That is your quiet time. I got away with that for a good couple of months or a few months even before I let my son, you know, have a quiet time instead of saying that it was Mm -hmm. nap time. Yeah. before I started really giving up those naps, I just continually put mm-hmm. him in bed and said it was rest time or nap time and put him in bed and let him play for an hour and a half sometimes. And yeah. he would just happily be there. He was happily in there playing by Intent. himself. Yep. 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 And you still got your break. I still got my break. Yeah, so that's important. important. <laughs> um, and then sometimes night wakings as well. Again, the response is going to play into that, but night wakings, um, especially if you had a toddler who has previously been sleeping really well, mm-hmm. that can be an indication. Sometimes we'll see like night wakings, you know, a couple of nights a week, and then it's like the following week now, it's like three or four times this week, and then the following week, it's like six times a week. That's another one too, right? They're gearing up for that transition. Mm-hmm. Um so are we looking for all of these signs together or just one or two? No, not all of them together, but... Um, and the two most common ones are the late bedtimes. Yes. They're, they're not settling or just not napping. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So one of these with that sort of age range. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. little flag going up here. Let's yes. Do, let's... let's um, Maybe document this for the next few five to seven days and yeah. see what we're doing here. Exactly. Okay. If you know you're being consistent, mm-hmm. nothing has changed there, 
mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. start to, mm-hmm. it's, it's time to start looking into that nap. So one of the things you're going to do is really start reducing the time that they're sleeping for. Yeah. Um, they may be grumpy. Oscar was grumpy as all yeah. heck when I picked him, when I had to wake <laughs> him up. Because they might still need a little nap. Yeah. They're not quite ready to give up the nap entirely. Let me but... ask you something though, Pam. When you're woken up from your nap... Are you I'm, happy? I jump out of bed. I'm super happy. <laughs> I know la, I'm not la, happy. La. I'm not never happy, happy when someone wakes me up from a nap. I'm just like I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. It's when they get really close to you and they're like, "Mom," and that's how they wake you up. I know. And you're like, "Hey, that is not how we wake somebody up." It's like as soon as you lay down on the couch, you're like, "I'm just gonna like have a little 50 minute nap before I make supper or something," and then they come up to you and they're like, "Mom," I had to say to my kids, "If you see me laying down." And my eyes are closed, I am resting. <laughs> yeah. Don't come and ask me for something. Um, I saw one the other day and it said, uh, make sure to tell your kids as soon as you're done your nap, it's time to clean. They'll never wake you up. And I, <laughs> I have used that a couple of times. I'm like, I'm just going to so go funny. upstairs and take a quick nap. And as soon as stuff. I get up, we're all going to do our chores. Yep. <laughs> I tell you, they do not come into that room. And I actually made sure. I was hilarious. like, you heard me, right? As soon as I'm done mind rest, we are cleaning. So if anybody wakes up or if anybody comes up. Um, so pro tip. Yeah. <laughs> There you go, make Hilarious. sure that that's where that comes in. Oh, I love it. So you can do this by, let's say, they're napping for two hours. Okay. Reduce it by to at least an hour and a half at first. Yeah. Oh, wow. Give that, yeah, yeah. give that a little bit of time. If you have a really sensitive one, you can try an hour and 45 minutes, but usually that difference isn't going to make that big of a difference with the overnight. Yeah, okay. especially if they're not going to bed right. till okay. 79. So sometimes, right, we worry, well, they need that nap because they were up so early, yeah. but it's that nap. That's causing their early rising. So we have to get rid of that nap to combat the early yeah. rising. Wow. Or they didn't go b- to bed super late, so they're losing night sleep. So I'm going to make up for that sleep night that they're time, missing. That bedtime sleep. With a longer nap when that's just perpetuating yeah, the challenge. It's, yeah, it's creating it's that like cycle. It's like the age-old question. What came first? The early rising? <laughs> <laughs> or the, the, the nap? nap? <laughs> it's the nap. We need to reduce the nap, nap. eliminate that nap <laughs> to then be able to... Uh, get that later early morning for yeah. sure. So reduce it to an hour and a half. Give that a few days. Okay. If it makes changes with their nights, mm. then great. Keep hang it. on to that. No, that hang on to it when for you, a little bit longer. When you start to to see those signs creeping back up again, you reduce it a little bit more. You can do an hour and fifteen minutes or, or an, an hour. hour. Yep. If you're starting at an hour and a half, go down to an hour. Um, Right, so by the time we were ready to get rid of Oscars, we were, like, down no longer than an hour, and he had to be awake by 2 p.m. So what about moving maybe nap up a little bit, too? Or would you just like keep the nap? Like, earlier in yeah, the day? Yeah, would or... you keep it at the same time? Yes, you want to keep nap at the okay. same time always, okay. yeah. Because that schedule... Up from it earlier, okay. Yeah, that schedule, they're on that circadian rhythm. Their circadian rhythm is set for that kind of okay. afternoon nap. Okay. So you want to keep that nap at the same time. Because it's not so much... Yes, with early rising, you know, the timing mm-hmm. of the nap, but it's not so much when they're napping when we're dealing it's with it. It's long. almost time. It's the amount. It's the amount of sleep okay. that they're getting. It's coming out of somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's like they can't sleep because they've maxed out on their sleep. For How much time should they be awake from that nap to bedtime? Does that play a part too? Well, it does. So we're looking at about four and a half to five hours at this age range. But as we're starting to 
come out of that nap. Like, we had to be up for two. So with Oscar, what was happening with us, because Oscar and AJ are so close in age, Mm -hmm. AJ wasn't napping. He had a 6.30 bedtime. Oscar was napping and his bedtime was starting to creep a little bit later. And then that just causes, yeah, that just causes a whole lot of friction. Oscar's going to bed later than me. We have both boys, like we do their stories together. They do their bedtime. They're on, they're in the same room, that kind of stuff. So for us, instead of me going, okay, one hour, he has to be up by 2.30 to be able to hit, Mm -hmm. you know, seven. I was up by two so that he was in bed by 6.30. Nice. That was Mm -hmm. only my four hours. Um, They're going to be going that whole day very soon, right? So, yeah. yeah. The amount of time, yeah, it becomes less relevant as they're getting closer and closer Mm -hmm. to dropping that nap. But once we're, so if we have a little one who's, you know, going to bed at 8, 8.30, and now nap has significantly reduced, we do have to bring that yeah. bedtime earlier. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be tough. You're going to have to make sure that you're organized and you have your things ready, but that bedtime has to be earlier. Um, our little ones still need, you know, that 12, 13 hours of sleep, ideally. So if we're taking an hour or two hours out of their day, we need to make sure that that's being compensated for overnight. So. Yeah. Best way to know what time their bedtime is is what time they're naturally waking up at in the morning. And so, parents, there you are again. You were also given permission in this episode to put your child to bed earlier, (laughs) so you can have more time to yourself. Yes. (laughs) Yep. When when my daughter Eliana gave up her naps, she needed to be in bed for the first two three weeks. She needed to be in bed by six o'clock. Oh, Oscar! Yeah, because Um, Oscar was six and out by six ten. Yeah, if I was later than that, it would take her a longer time to settle. Yep. Or she would be up throughout the night, so she was Mm -hmm. overtired if I put her to bed later Mm -hmm. than that. So it was that magic six o'clock. She had to be in bed by that time. Yeah. Then as the weeks went on she got used to it then it started I started making it a little bit later again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um they are going to have that kind of meltdown at the end of the day Mm -hmm. if they're really melting down at 5 30 6 o'clock put them to bed don't wait for them to kind of get through it and then you're waiting for that second win at 7 38 o'clock right like they're you don't know those personally right we're like oh my god I'm so tired Maybe I'll do the dishes in the morning. And then you're like, okay, I'm just going to do it and get it done. I don't want to wake up to a messy kitchen. And then you do it. And as you close the dishwasher, you're like, yeah. Maybe I'll throw that load of towels in and give yeah. the floor a sweep now. And then it's like 1130. And you're like, oh, my God, I was so tired. Now you're watching five episodes of TV. <laughs> okay, one more season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so when we're first taking away that nap, though, there are times, right, we're going to adjust bedtime a little bit. But there are days, um, like Oscar could do two or Started was kind of like two days. He was like, woohoo, I can do this without napping. And then third day, he needed that hour, right? He just needed that little Mm -hmm. bit of a catch up. And then it got to be like every fourth day or so. I I, I didn't want that. Typically, we don't want that to continue for too long because then it's just getting harder for their internal clock to kind of stay on schedule. Um, But for the first couple of weeks, like letting them kind of have that every second or third day or fourth day, have that little kind of catnap, as long as it's not interfering. So like 20 minutes to max. 30, like 20 to 30 minutes, I would say, for like a little kind of catnap snooze, catnap snooze. When you're... So tempting to let them keep sleeping, though, right? Oh, yeah. 
For like, sure. But oh. then you have that bedtime battle once and you were like, really doing the check, candy crush I will here. never do that again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah if you're, it's true. If you're going out driving in the car... Mm. Midday yeah. or something, They'll and your child asleep, has yeah. given up naps. Well, mine wouldn't, no. but most children will. Yes. Um, movement, eh? They'll fall asleep. So just try and be mindful of for the first little Especially while. The first couple of weeks, yeah. just work your way around it if you can. Open yeah. your windows, play. Have really good play music. That have try really to good avoid music. Longer that... drives if you can. Yeah, mm-hmm. you won't always be able to. And if they fall asleep for that twenty minutes, it's something that you kind of. Learn as you go. Yeah. Maybe they're okay with bedtime that night. Yeah. Maybe they weren't. And then yeah. you know for the next time for sure. Yeah. And so once those naps are gone, does that now, like, naps are gone, we're just... <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you just cry so, yourself? So here's a transition. <laughs> here's a really nice right. transition. Encourage quiet time. Oh, yes. So if you have a video monitor, you can have that in the room just so you can kind of keep an eye on them for the first little bit. But allow them to be in their room. Set that expectation. We're having conversation. You know, you don't have to sleep, but we are going to have quiet time. Mommy's going to have quiet time. Little baby brother, sister's going to have quiet time. You need to have quiet time. Mm -hmm. Um, So set them up with books. Uh, Coloring, if you trust them. (laughs) It all depends on the child. Um, But they can, like, sit and they can play with a couple of stuffies, right? If they're still in the crib, they can sit and play with their stuffies. They can read some books. I was like, have some fun stuff you haven't played with in a couple of days. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. I'll get you when nap time's over. And if they're not loving that quiet time, start small. Do 20 yes. minutes at first. Mm-hmm. Then let them see that at the end of the 20 minutes, they get to come out yeah. and resume like, oh, with the well, day. That actually wasn't so bad. Then yeah. build on it and <laughs> yeah. add an extra 10 minutes Yeah, yes. a few days later. Yes. Then add an extra 10 minutes if you it's want. You know, a healthy so, habit to get into is to take that, you know, midday break and just sort of, you know, be a little more quieter. Really, as adults, we should be doing that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's good for them to decompress <laughs> for that little bit of time and... <laughs> Have but that downtime. You have to think too when they go into JKSK, they are having that downtime. Some so if we have a full year of, if we're having a full year from three to four with no downtime whatsoever, and then now we're expected to sit on a rug and our own personal blanket and read for an hour or sit and keep our head down for an hour, that is going to be very tough for those little ones. Um, and, and it, Again, coming back to us, it gives you that time to adjust, that little extra little bit of time to adjust. Mm -hmm. Because going from having that break, especially when it's your only break during the day, to no longer having that, that it can be tough. But encouraging that quiet time makes a difference. It can also add a little bit of freedom to your list of things because you don't have to be restricted to coming back home for nap time, right? Yes. So you can do a little oh, bit more. That's so but fun too. If you do that, try not to make that an everyday thing so that they're getting out of the expectation of quiet time. You want to keep that. Mm-hmm. So do it once a week or twice a week or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, once or twice a week, have them go to a nursery school program that's in the afternoons, afternoons right? That's and then there, mm-hmm, I did that when he dropped his naps because I just <laughs> needed that time to work. Yes, that's our big work time. And it's mm -hmm. so funny, I was just talking to one of our families the other day that, like, one of my busiest times is, like, 12.30 to 3 is that nap time. That's where I get a lot of my calls booked because that is I really relied on that time to work. So when that went away on me, it was... uh, 
really I know hard. it's a little bit sad <laughs> but you do get over it and so, you do you do quickly yeah. kind of enjoy the freedom of not being tied to naps yes. but it is a transition for them and for us yeah so we expect you know kind of that off-track behavior for the first little bit we're we're expecting that they're going to have a little bit of a challenge adjusting to no naps but that mm-hmm. quiet time will help with that for sure another tip would be to at three o'clock when you know that behavior is coming or the meltdowns are going to start coming Plan some activities to keep them occupied. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, they like Play-Doh, art, mm-hmm. you know, going outside to play. Mm-hmm. And you might see that that changes a little bit of those behaviors and gets you through the afternoon a little bit easier. Yes. I uh, hope that helps. If you are going through this transition, we're with you. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say. If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.